Welcome to the Breakthrough and Bloom podcast. My name is Kelsey Marks, and I am your host and your Breakthrough BFF. My mission in the world is to help women who are interested in spirituality really, truly understand who they are at the core of their being, guiding them through the process of healing themselves and really honing into what it means to be human. I intend to be an open channel to allow insights to flow in that help you break through to the next level of who you were always meant to be. With these conversations, we're going to shift some perspectives, okay? And we're going to give you a new way to live the life that you live, allowing the opportunity to truly manifest what it is that you desire. So if you're looking to break through to the next level of who you are, to live the life of your dreams, and to gain a deeper understanding of spiritual topics, well, you have come to the right place. And I know we're going to have so much fun together, and I am beyond excited to have these conversations with you. So let's go ahead and get started, shall we? Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Breakthrough and Bloom podcast. We are on episode two, and I am so excited because today we are talking about manifestation. But before we get started and talking about what everybody loves manifesting, I want to take just a moment to let us settle in, to let us relax and let us unwind. So I'll be leading you through just a super quick meditation, like two minutes long to just give you an opportunity to drop all of the weight of the day. Forget about all of your worries. Ignore that to do list and just allow space for relaxation and honestly new ideas to enter in. So if you're able to get in a comfortable position, either sitting in a chair or lying down and just close your eyes for just a moment. If you are driving while you are listening to this podcast, please keep those eyeballs open and on the road and just listen to my voice and follow along. Otherwise, again, go ahead and get comfortable. And take a nice deep breath in through the nose, filling up your belly, filling up your chest and exhale out of the mouth with an audible sound like, ah, it might feel a little silly, but trust me on this. (laughs) So take another deep breath in and exhale. And you know, third time's a charm. So one more deep belly breath in, the biggest breath you've taken in all day and hold it for just a second. And then exhale super loud this time, letting go of the junk. Amazing job. (laughs) You might feel a little silly doing that, but I promise you the more you do it, the more you're like, this is good. (laughs) So go ahead and just give your shoulders a little shake and roll out your neck and just let your shoulders drop away from your ears and relax the jaw and the forehead and just let your energy start moving again because maybe you're feeling a little bit stuck and we're going to let the stress melt away and fall away and in your mind's eye with your next inhale go ahead and imagine this bright beautiful white light coming down through the sky like the sun poking through the clouds just see this bright beautiful white light as it comes towards you and it sparkles and it's shimmering and it's flowing all around you almost like water 
but it's this beautiful sparkling energy instead and it's playing on your skin and it's making you glow brighter and brighter with every breath that you're taking. So feel the joy and the laughter and the play within this energy and notice it as it's breathing into your body and into your aura. Notice that the space around you, it's starting to shine brighter. It's starting to glitter more and more. And you even begin to notice the rainbow of colors starting to pop in, starting to come together. And all of these colors and all of this sparkle, it's playing around you and it's entering into your body. And it's cleansing and it's clearing and it's letting go of anything and everything that no longer serves. And it's being replaced with joy, with fun, with play, with giggles and excitement, and even confidence that everything is perfect. So keep breathing those nice full belly breaths and just bask in this energy as it's flowing around you and in you and having you shine brighter and brighter and brighter. And it feels so good, right? So cleansing, so joyful to be in this energy. And you might notice that a little smile is coming across your face because it just feels so good and so light and so fresh. And this energy that you're basking in, this energy, it's yours. And it's always available for you to tap into. Whenever you need a little boost, whenever you need a little energy, just remember you can come back to this energy and you can play with it and you can let it fill you with all of the positive energy that you desire. Now focus back on your breath and take three super deep inhales and exhales, the biggest breaths you've taken all day. And feel yourself smiling a little bit more with each exhale. And allow your breath to go back to its normal pattern. And feel free to wiggle your fingers and your toes. And if your eyes are closed, go ahead and open them back up. An amazing job. So how do you feel? Do you feel good? Do you feel light? Do you feel fresh? Are you ready to see what else we have in store today? <laughs> Alrighty then. So let's go ahead and get started. So I'm sure you've heard of manifesting before because it is such a popular buzzword nowadays with people everywhere sharing their tips and tricks on manifestation or stating that they're manifesting something in their life. And maybe you've seen it before. Maybe you haven't. But I want to take some time today to explain my experience with manifesting, what I've learned to be true um, and try to help sift through all of the information that's out there. Because I'm sure if you're like me at some point, 
you've tried out like these things that different manifestation gurus are saying, like write down your desire 150 times or repeat these affirmations daily or make sure you stay positive and think good thoughts. So like, for example, I'm, I'm telling myself every day that I'm a millionaire. I'm, I'm writing it down. I'm staying positive. That's going to happen. And it's like crickets, like, okay, like, where are those commas in my bank account? And, you know, it's no wonder why so many people think that manifestation isn't a real thing because these things of like the affirmations and the staying conscious of your thoughts and repetition, like it's all good and it's all amazing things to do. But at the end of the day, it's not like the core of what manifesting is. So you could do these affirmations until you're blue in the face, but if you're missing like the pivotal point that's deeper within, it's not going to happen. And, you know, I fell victim of that a long time ago as well too. And now I've begun to understand like what manifesting is at its core and realizing that it's a tool and that these different things that you do are just aspects of that tool. But it's really important to get down deeper within yourself to realize where manifestation actually starts. So then there you can take action and make changes and begin to actually consciously manifest the things that you want. So don't get me wrong, the affirmations, the repetitions, the awareness of your thoughts, they're all extremely valuable, but alone, it's not going to get the job done. So I do want to just make it clear that manifestation is like 100,000 million percent a real thing. Um, But manifesting, it's so much more than what a lot of people out there are saying. And they're keeping it kind of high level, which is really confusing for us in the long run, because, you know, you're seeing them or these people with like these lives that they're saying they've manifested and they're giving these tips, but they're missing like the deep core part of it. So it's not working for you. So then you, you know, maybe you get really hard on yourself or you start to give up or you think it's not for you, but I want to let you know that manifestation happens all the time. So it's not whether it's for you or not for you, you're doing it anyways. You're always doing it. So, Lucky for you, I'm here to clear up these misconceptions and these confusions about manifestation, things that I've fallen for before, but you know, I've worked through and I've learned a lot of different things. So I'm going to be saving you the time, the years that it took me to learn and and realize these things about manifestation. And we're going to do it today in this podcast episode. So how exciting is that? (laughs) So first and foremost, I want to just go to the basics. Like what is manifestation? Um, And by giving you this definition of what manifestation is, it's, it's going to help you in the future to realize like what it is versus what it's not. And then you can decide whether or not like things people are teaching out there, like make sense for, for you, for what you know about manifestation and whether or not it's kind of just like a bandaid on the problem, sprinkling glitter on shit type of thing, instead of like doing the actual work to really manifest because that's out there for real. Okay, so manifesting in basic terms, how I like to think of it is like, it's bringing your thoughts, it's bringing your imagination, it's bringing your daydreams into a physical reality that is tangible for you within your senses. So like, 
you're seeing it in your mind and now it's being created into reality. But what's important to know is that it's being created in a reality to which your physical body, your human body can perceive it at this moment. So we have our, our senses, obviously our sight, our sense of smell, our sense of touch, all of those things. And that's what is perceiving the reality in front of us. Um, so it's bringing the things from your mind, which is like the quantum field of unlimited potentiality and bringing it into this other density that allows our physical senses to perceive it. So that means manifesting at the root of it, it comes from your imagination and then it is perceived by your senses, like your eyeballs and your hands and your feet and, and whatever. So what determines what you perceive, like what determines what your body is receiving as a, you know, perception around you, that is your vibration. So your vibration, if you've never heard of this before, how I like to think of it, it's essentially like a, an average of all of your beliefs, your thoughts, um, your emotions that you experience regularly. So like, not on a daily basis, yes, on a daily basis, but even like further than that. So it's like really an average of those beliefs, those thoughts and those emotions. And that's why I don't think you have to be like good vibes only all, all the time, because it's it's more of a, a culmination of it. Like, what are you really telling yourself on a daily basis, on a monthly basis, on a yearly basis? What are you really believing to be true about yourself? What are you really feeling the majority of the time? And that's where your vibration is at. So if you're having a bad day, don't worry, it's not going to bring you into the depths of hell. Like your vibration is still high because it's an average and we are also human. So we have the ups and downs. And that's like the fun part of being a human is that roller coaster of emotions and working through the limitations that we put on ourselves. And the reality, you know, the things that you're experiencing are a direct reflection of your inner world. And that's why I said earlier that you're manifesting within every moment of every day, because a, it's it's the way that we are as humans. We're literally like perceiving things based on what we believe about ourselves internally. So everything that you perceive externally is really just uh, like a mirror or a reflection of how you view yourself internally. And that's why they say things don't happen to you. They happen for you. But I even like to bring it further and say they happen from you. So they're be being created for you, these moments, and they're be cre being created by you so that you can experience it. You can learn from it. Um, and it's all showing you like what you're truly feeling, what you're thinking, what you're believing and you're imagining about yourself. You have created every moment of your life. Isn't that like so amazing? You have created every moment of your life and you are creating every future moment of your life. So just remember, you are not the experience. You are the one having the experience that's helping you grow. You are the one who is creating the experiences. So you're not only like having them, but you also get to create them, which is so cool. And you might be thinking, wait, did you just say I've manifested everything in my life? Because there's been plenty of shit that I didn't want. And 
at the root of it, yes, yes, you did. But I want to just make a note that there's a, a difference between manifesting what you want versus things that you don't necessarily want. Um, and it's really conscious manifesting versus unconscious manifesting, which if you haven't heard before, this is hopefully going to clear some things up for you. Um, really quickly, I want to just touch on that, like manifesting what you're being shown, like in these shitty moments, it's really your subconscious that's providing you experiences or opportunities to heal things within you that will provide opportunities for you to grow. Um, and if you haven't heard of what the subconscious mind is in just a second, I'm going to go into it just a little bit more. Um, but a lot of these like really tough and not so good things that happen to us are coming from beliefs about ourselves that we hold in our subconscious. And when the moments or the experiences come up for us, it allows us an opportunity to choose different, to believe different, to feel different, to perceive different. And you can stay in the cycle and continue to believe the same things over and over like, oh, this always happens to me or, you know, I, I must not be a good person because this keeps happening or like I deserve this because I'm shitty or like whatever like beliefs you have within like. It's not things you consciously think of every day, but when they happen, it comes up and you either have the choice to change it or to continue down doing the same thing you were doing. And then we can take it one step further and go into even more of the world of woo for a second. But we also have like these agreements or lessons that we chose prior to incarnating. So we are more than just a human. We are a creator being. We are a soul. We are so much more. We're like these high vibrational, amazing, beautiful creatures that decide to have temporary experiences as humans. And prior to incarnating, you know, we pick out a plan, we pick out a life, we pick out the people that we're going to be doing things with. And, you know, there's lessons that we know we want to learn as a soul. And we pick different things to happen to us, which sometimes you'll be like, I don't know why this happened to me. It doesn't make any sense. Um, but there's always a lesson behind it because at some level you had chosen it, whether it was the subconscious or it was your oversoul that chose it. And sometimes some pretty shitty things get picked <laughs> to experience, but it provides the most growth. Um, I like to think of like the harder the things you've gone through are, the stronger, the more powerful, the more loving of a soul, of an energy that you are, because it's like prior to incarnating, you're like picking the things you want to go through and you could pick an easy route. But if you're already like an advanced soul who has experienced so much, it has so much knowledge, you're not going to pick the easy ones. I'm so sorry to say it. You're not going to pick the easy ones because you've already done it. So those of you who have had really shitty things happen to you, just know that you are an incredible, powerful, amazing, beautiful being that came here to experience some of the toughest lessons here. And guess what? You are. And you're moving through it. And you're learning from it. And you're growing so much. And your soul is evolving at such an incredible pace. And you've done it. You've lived through it. And maybe you're healing through it right now. And the number one thing I want to say, I'm getting a little sidetracked. I know I'm sorry, but 
The number one thing I want to say is just know that your past is done. Your past is your past and it doesn't exist anymore. You can try, you can try so hard to get your body to go into the past, but you can't. And the reason why you can't is because the past no longer exists. It can't hurt you anymore. You can't make any changes to things that have happened in the past, but you have the perspective now. You have the growth. You have the ability to see things differently. And you're doing such an amazing, incredible job and you are allowed to let go of the past and know that there is nothing for you to do because the past does not exist. And if it does not exist, that means that there's nothing to do because there's nothing to do for things that don't exist. And I got a little sidetracked there, (laughs) but I just felt like it was really important to share that, you know, We are consciously manifesting everything in our life, consciously, subconsciously. And sometimes we have these agreements and lessons that we forget about when we incarnate. So like our souls pick these things and we come into these human bodies and there's these veils and we forget about all of the lessons and the plans that we planned. And we're just kind of like free falling through life. It's what it feels like. But in the moments that you just cannot figure out why this happened to you, just take a deep breath and know that it cannot hurt you anymore. It is in the past. And that at some deep level, your soul, your soul family, your guides, your angels, everyone knows that you can get through this because look at you, you're alive and you're thriving and you're doing amazing things regardless of what has happened in your past. So I know I went a little bit woo there and I went a little bit off of manifestation. So let me just backtrack. (laughs) I want to provide just uh, some basic background on manifesting because it isn't a new age thing and it's way more than just the law of attraction, which is like the number one thing that I've seen out there of people saying is like be who you want to (laughs) be and you'll attract it. But there's like more to it. Um, Manifesting utilizes basically all of the laws of the universe which there could be a ton but I know about like 20 or so and I'll get into that in another episode because then this will just be way too long (laughs) Uh, but manifesting has literally been around for thousands of years and a lot of indigenous cultures believe that everything contains a spirit and that these spirits can help us in the material physical plane so you're not alone and you know we're creating with these other beings that we can't perceive because again remember our human bodies only have the senses that we have and a good example of this is like we know that x-rays and uv rays exist but we can't perceive them ourselves yet we have instruments that show it and that's because someone somewhere decided they wanted to find a way to find that data to prove it exists so do not knock about spirits and other things not existing just because you can't perceive it because at some point in our life we didn't know that x-ray machines or x-rays were a thing So a little food for thought on that one. (laughs) Um, Also, Hinduism has principles and practices based on manifestation as well. And a bunch of other religions, too. 
Um, so just aka, you know, this is all manifestation is essentially a tale as old as time. And not only that, but it is our birthright to manifest. Because just the simple fact that we exist on this floating rock in space that we don't even know how big it is, <laughs> it means that we have the right and the ability to consciously manifest whatever it is we want. Um, I said this before, we are creator beings and this human body that we're in, it's an incredible tool to manifest what we want. It's not who we are. We are the observer and the creator within this being. Um, but this human body is so extremely powerful. Um, and we are all beings and we're connected directly to source energy, to God, Buddha, Allah, like whatever you want to call it. I call it source energy, um, sometimes God, but mostly source energy or universe. And it's essentially, you know, love and all that is and the energy that flows between us all. Um, the spark that gives us life, the part of us that is consciously aware of being alive, like we are all that and that is all an aspect of source. So because we are all aspects of source, you don't need to earn the right to manifest. We are, we are all equal. There is no tests that you have to pass that you don't have to be a good girl or a good boy. Like everyone is manifesting all the time, every day. Isn't that like so amazing and wonderful to know? You're manifesting all the time, every day. There's nothing you need to do to be worthy. You already are for the simple fact that you exist. You are already worthy to manifest whatever it is that you desire because you're here and you're alive and you're you. So the main misconception I want to clear is the belief that manifesting is something you have to like actively do. Like, oh, I got to set up 10 minutes to manifest today or I got to be in the right mood to do it or I got to have like a sacred space in order to do it. Um, and that's definitely not the case because as humans, again, we're constantly manifesting all day, every day, 24-7, 365. There's no on or off switch with manifesting. It's an all time thing. Um, every movement we do, every choice we make, everything we see, feel, smell, taste, everything all the time is being manifested by you. And manifestation, it doesn't, again, mean just the good stuff. It's everything. And we are capable of manifesting the things we don't want just as easily as we can manifest the things we do want. Um, the process is exactly the same, but it's the energy or the vibration behind it that determines exactly what manifests. So manifesting is basically just a tool, you know, it's just a process that we can use as humans to experience things. And again, the whole reason behind experiencing things is to have soul growth, to learn, to evolve, to grow. Um, so at the end of the day, it's not manifestation that's creating. Again, it's you. It's, it's the person who's creating. And although the universe, God, source, whatever, does the heavy lifting for us, it's not technically the universe that creates for you. So like people will say, oh, the universe threw me this curveball or the universe is testing me or the universe is the reason bad things happen to me. And that's not true because the universe just provides based on the information that you are giving out, which is through your vibration, which again, your vibration is the average of your beliefs, your thoughts, your feelings and imagination. 
And that's important to note too, why like toxic positivity or like good vibes only isn't a good way to manifest. Um, because you're basically negating like a large part of yourself by ignoring the things that are coming up for you to heal. Um, your beliefs, how I like to think of it, it's, it's thoughts that you have a lot. Um, but also it's things that you're not aware of too, that maybe come up in certain situations that you start to believe about yourself, or maybe someone has told you in the past and you took it to be true. Um, the beliefs, they're thoughts that you have a lot, but they're also linked to an emotion. So it's not just like, oh, I like ice cream. I like ice cream. I like ice cream. It's more like, I believe that I'm inherently a good person, or maybe it's like, I believe I'm not worthy of love. Like whatever has like an emotion for you, when you think a thought, that's a belief. And that's why sometimes with affirmations, you might be saying things like, oh, I love myself. I love myself. I love myself, but you don't feel it. And that's why it hasn't become a belief yet, because your emotions not aligned with what you're saying. And that's why a lot of manifestations like me saying I'm a millionaire isn't linking up because the feeling behind it isn't there. Repetition can help you get there, but you really got to do like the digging in. And again, this is why like manifestation can appear to like not work. Um, and the difference between consciously manifesting and unconsciously manifesting is why we see like this difference of like sometimes saying affirmations works and sometimes it doesn't and I'm not going to go super deep between like the conscious mind and the subconscious mind or the unconscious mind because uh, that can be an episode on its own but I just want to note this so only five percent of what we experience is influenced by our conscious mind so our unconscious mind or the subconscious mind is in charge of 95% of our life. That means 95% of the shit that we experience that is manifested, it doesn't come from the conscious mind. And that's why I said earlier that like some of the bad shit that happens to us, we don't understand why, is because it's being manifested by the beliefs and by the emotions and things that are stored in our subconscious mind. Um... But what's really cool is that the conscious mind, that 5% can go within that 95% of the subconscious mind, bring things to light, aka just like notice them, recognize them, and then change it. And then switch the belief, switch the emotions, release things, and then you can start manifesting differently. And that's why feeling is believing. Not seeing is believing. Feeling is believing because the majority of what creates is our subconscious or unconscious mind. And that is all like our emotions and all of the things we feel and is very like primitive and like fight or flight type things while the conscious mind is all of the logic and all of the numbers and all of the planning and all of the things. But that's only 5%. What you feel is 95%. And, you know, we've had it backwards for so long that you got to see it to believe it first, but no, you got to feel it to believe it. And then you'll see it. And it always works that way. And our emotions are stored in the subconscious mind. So you could have a thought, but if it doesn't agree with the feeling um, or the belief, because again, a belief is a thought with a feeling, 
your subconscious mind is going to override it because 95 is greater than five. So again, you can tell yourself, I'm a millionaire, I'm a millionaire, I'm a millionaire. But if you have beliefs within that are telling you that money is bad, only bad people have money or I'm not worthy of having it. Do you see why sometimes money is not coming your way? Because deep down you have these fears or beliefs that go against what you're saying. Um, But again, what's super cool about the 5% is that you can go within and you can bring these hidden beliefs that you've stored away that you learned in your early childhood about like what the reality of your world is. That 5% can go in and change what's happening in the 95%. So then you can start consciously manifesting because you become aware of what's stored in the backlog there of what's dictating a lot of things that are going on. And that's the difference between conscious manifestation and unconscious manifestation. And that's why it's so important to go within and do the shadow work and the things like that, because that's where all the changes are happening. It's in that 95%. That's a lot. (laughs) Your brain might be confused, feeling like a little puddle. Things might have gone over. Some things may have gone straight into your subconscious mind. But I want to do a quick analogy that came to me the other day about what manifestation is. So, quick story. Imagine yourself on vacation with some friends and you walk by this super cool tattoo shop and there's a sign that says free tattoos today. And you decide to get a tattoo And it's not like a sketchy place, okay? It's like a high-end tattoo parlor that for some reason is doing free tattoos today. And you've had this idea of getting a simple tattoo for a while now. For example, let's just say a flower. And you decide to get this flower on your upper back, in your shoulder area. So you have this tattoo idea, a flower, and you know where you want to get it. And you've got a reason behind it. Maybe the flower represents someone who's passed. um, And... You just want to get it because you love that person. Great. So you've got the what, you've got the why, and now you've got the shop that you just walked by that's giving it away for free. And you're like, you know what? This seems like the right time. So you go into the shop and they only have one artist available at the moment because obviously it's free tattoos. This place is bumping. And you look at their book and you decide you like their work. So you sit down with them, you explain the concept, and they draw up the idea for you. Since the tattoo is on your back, you're really just going to go all in trusting this person that you just met 30 minutes ago, trusting them that A, they're going to do a good tattoo and B, that they're not going to listen to your friends who are saying to put a giant dick on your back. (laughs) So you have no say over like how quickly the tattoo is going to be done either. That's obviously decided by the tattoo artist, Um, the pressure at which they tattoo. Hopefully it's not going to hurt that much. Hopefully they have a light hand. Uh, You really don't know this until the process starts. So you've got your tattoo idea and it looks good and they drew it up well and you're really excited. So you sit down in the chair. It hurts a little bit. Not too bad. The tattoo is quick. Let's say an hour and a half and it's done. And luckily (laughs) the artist did what you asked and you have a flower on your back to your friend's dismay. (laughs) So you hand over the cash as a tip, because you should always tip your tattoo artist, and voila, your tattoo has been manifested, and it's better than you could have imagined or had tried to do yourself. 
And the reason why I love this analogy, um, it's because it really shows all that we have to do in the world of manifesting, which is just come up with the idea, have the why or the feelings behind it, just trust that the artwork is being done and do the work to sit through the pain and to stick it out until the end. And if you notice here, what isn't your job? The how, the when, or the who. The things that are all in your conscious, logical mind. The heavy lifting comes not from you consciously. And that's why a lot of times when you're trying to force things to happen, it doesn't work or it doesn't come out how you wanted. And that's why it's so important to relinquish control. Because if you're trying to do the job of the tattoo artist and tattooing your own back, like, hey, can you even, are you flexible enough to tattoo your back? Because I sure as hell am not. (laughs) And if I tried, it would come out so bad. And your job as the person getting the tattoo is to just trust that the tattoo is coming out good. You gave the direction. You were clear on what you wanted. You had the feelings and the emotions and the why behind it. And everything else was left up to the tattoo artist. And you trusted that they were going to do it. You trusted that they were going to deliver. And you trusted that they could probably draw it up that better than was even in, even in your head. Which happens a lot of time with my tattoos. My artist literally draws things better than I thought I could maybe draw. <laughs> so uh, I don't know anyone who has successfully tattooed their own back with high quality. But if you did, cool. But for the most of us, this analogy is going to make sense. <laughs> and did you notice also that the tattoo was free? Did you notice that there is no cost to you to manifest? You don't owe anything to get what you want. You can just have it because you showed up at the tattoo parlor at the right time in the right place, aka you are alive on this floating rock. There are no requirements. You get to have a high quality, beautiful tattoo just because. It's almost like this sense of like playing, like we're here, let's have fun. What can we allow? What, where can we go with this creation? What can I do here? What can I form here? Like what fun can I have? So again, manifesting is like getting a back tattoo. You're in charge of the what and the why, not the how, the when, or the who. You had the idea, you had the reason, and you didn't get to pick the tattoo artist, aka universe. (laughs) You didn't design the tattoo yourself, aka the universe can draw it up a lot better than we can. Um, And you didn't do the tattoo, aka the universe is doing it. It's bringing it all for you. So like you are the one receiving, the universe is the tattoo artist. You see where I'm going with this? It's pretty cool, right? So we're co-creating with the universe, with source, with God, with whatever. That's the tattoo artist. We're not trying to 
control everything. We're letting the universe do what they're good at. That like we're not walking into the shop and saying, oh, let me use your tattoo gun. I'm going to tattoo my back because I think I'm better at this than you are, even though I've never tattooed a day in my life. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of what we're doing when we refuse to relinquish control. We're taking the job away from universe who's like the best at this, that can see everything and make miracles literally happen. Like that's how miracles come to be when we get really clear on our intention on what we want and we just relinquish control. And I kind of briefed on this, but it's something I want to talk about more too is that like the pain of sitting in the chair through a tattoo, like some people might like tattoo pains. I personally do not. And I like count down the minutes till it's done. Yet I have both of my arms tattooed. So apparently it doesn't hurt bad enough, but um, like what we should see as sitting in the chair is like working through the really tough things that happen on the way of manifesting what we want. Because a lot of times the things that we want and that we desire, we obviously don't have them at this moment because the version of who we are, the level at which we're vibrating, aka our beliefs, our thoughts, and our emotions, they're not at the level of the version of ourself that has what we desire already. And that doesn't mean what you're doing is wrong. It doesn't mean that what you're doing is bad or anything. It just means you're not at that spot in your life. And you can get there when you go within and you realize and you take a moment to see like, what is the blocks? Like what beliefs are hidden within that are going opposite of the things that I desire? And then you can start to work through it. But like sitting in the tattoo chair, it's not always like easy. And sometimes it hurts. And sometimes it's difficult. And sometimes you want to get up off the chair and say, this tattoo is not worth it. Or I don't believe that I can do it. Or I don't think that this tattoo artist is ever going to finish. Like it feels like they're just going on forever and I'm never going to get it. But sitting in the chair and working through the pain and finding the joy within it and doing the things that excite you and following your inspired thoughts and doing what feels good like that represents you staying in the chair and doing the shadow work and releasing any limiting beliefs and allowing yourself to feel the pain like that's your job but it's not always pain like you can have amazing conversations with your tattoo artist you can learn so much cool things and maybe you bond and like there's a lot of positives of sitting in the chair as well so you know we're able to work through the pain and distract ourselves from the pain by releasing like focus on it and focusing on things that feel good like a good conversation or the thought of having it done and like what that feels like so that's a long-winded way of saying just stay in the chair (laughs) to know that the tattoo is coming no matter what because you asked for it there's no fee for it there's no Uh, requirements for it that it is coming and all you have to do is sit in the chair and get yourself to a place that matches the frequency of you with the tattoo done and that's why the single most important thing about manifestation in my eyes is being aware of your vibration of being aware of the things that you believe is of being aware of the things that you feel Because that vibration, that's the message you're sending out. That's the message that you're giving the artist of what you want. And being aware of your thoughts, your beliefs, and your feelings, you can use that 5% to change the 95%. 
And it's all about just like asking yourself simple questions like, is this thought in alignment with the version of who I am that has what I desire? Like, would that version of me think these thoughts or would they be more more forgiving or more kind to myself? Um, does that future version of me say these things? Would they be doing this? Would they be thinking this? The version of you who has that tattoo obviously believed it could be done. They believed they could stick it out sitting in the chair, obviously because it's done. And they believed they could handle the pain, obviously because it's done. And you've probably heard before the saying that to manifest, you have to act like the version of yourself that already has what you desire. And yes, it's true, but I think it gets a little bit confusing because people will be like, okay, well, I want to be a millionaire, but I can't go out and spend $100,000 on a house right now because I, I don't have, I, I mean, I wish we could buy a house for $100,000. Bad example, $100,000 on a car right now because I don't have that money. So how can I act like that version of myself when I literally cannot do the things that I would be doing? And I get it, totally get it. And it's not necessarily like the actions in that aspect. It's the feelings. Again, we're going back to the feelings here because that's the subconscious mind. That's how it talks. So sure, you want to buy a $100,000 car, but how does it feel to be able to buy what you need? So like to have an abundance of money, how does that make you feel? And can you infuse it into how you feel day to day? So like, is having an abundance of money mean that you can give to others freely? Is having an abundance of money, um, you know, make you feel safe? Does it make you feel confident? Like what deeper is the desire of money? Because money is just a tool, but there's a reason behind wanting a tool. Like you don't, you don't go to Harbor Freight and say, I want a hammer and then leave it at that. Like, why do you want a hammer? Well, I want a hammer so I can build this. Okay, well, why do you want to build this? Well, because then I can do X, Y, and Z. And that makes me feel good to do X, Y, and Z. Or it makes me feel excited to do this. Or like, I can spend more time with my family. So you see what I'm getting here? Like, yes, you want the tool of money. But like, what really do you want? Is it the freedom of time? behind it where can you start to infuse that in your day and maybe it's just planning out your week a little bit more so then you are like okay I have 30 minutes on this day that I'm setting specifically to read to my kids or 30 minutes specifically on this day for me to go and do something that fills my cup so it's not like you're letting it fly by without taking the time for what money would give you. So if money is giving you freedom, if money is giving you confidence, what can you do now without the physical tool in front of you that gives you the feeling as if you already have it? What can you do now that makes you feel like that? And then the more you do it, I swear, it's gonna like start dropping in. And it, you're gonna notice that the tool starts coming to you when you're already feeling as if you have the tool. And I know it's kind of like a funky way to to look at it, but if you're struggling with like, okay, I have to embody the version of myself that does that, but the version of myself that does that is doing it because I have something I don't have now. Like instead of looking at the tool of looking at like what it is you want, look at the why. And then you can start to see other ways that you can bring that why into your present moment now without that specific tool that you think that you need in order to feel the why. 
That's pretty cool, right? <laughs> so that's something I've recently started embracing with manifesting is just focusing on the why and then trying to just play around with a different way of incorporating the feeling of the why into my life now. And it's not like I'm giving up on the vision of the tool or whatever that I want to manifest. It's just that the why is more important than the tool. Because I could go to Harbor Freight and have a hundred hammers, but if I don't care to build anything, what am I gonna do with a hundred hammers? Nothing. Because I don't I don't I don't have a desire behind getting the tool. So that's why it's so important to focus on the why and have the feelings incorporated into your day to day. Because at the end of the day, what you want is the feeling that the tool provides, not the tool. Okay, so I got a little bit sidetracked and distracted there. Um, I never said this in the first episode and I meant to, but sometimes I'll go on a little bit of a tangent and it's totally good and okay. And it typically means that like some insight is getting dropped in. So thank you for going with me on that route of that little tangent. Um, But before I went on the tangent, I was kind of saying that um, like the universe, God, Buddha, whatever you call it, infinite source of pure love um, and energy, it requires us to provide instructions because of the fact that we have free will here on earth. So our guides, universe, God, they're never going to just intervene and make things happen for you. Um, The only things that you experience are because of, again, your vibration, your perspective, your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, your choices, Um, source, energy, universe. It brings whatever it is you're focusing on into existence, Um, but it's not the one that's deciding like that's you. Like imagine going to the tattoo artist and like not having a plan and then getting mad at them. (laughs) Like you're the architect, source is the builders and source just needs instructions from you and it'll do all of the heavy lifting to make miracles happen. But it needs to know with clarity what it is that you actually do want. So when you keep focusing on things that you don't want, you know, like I don't want another bill. I don't want to lose my friends. I don't want my business to fail, whatever it is. Like you're not giving anything for the universe to go off of to make what you do want a reality. You know what I mean? It's not going to assume based on what you don't want, what you do want. So that's why like sometimes the cycles people get stuck in because you get more of what you don't want until you can decide what you do want. And it's all because it's all you talk about, you know, like if you're just talking about like a bill, a bill, a bill, like the universe is like, oh, this is important. You want more bills. Here's another bill. Here's another bill. And if you talk about it, it must be important. And another way to view what I'm, I'm saying is say like you didn't have an idea for a tattoo when you walked into the shop, but you knew that you wanted something because it was a great shop and it was a free tattoo. So the artist tells you just to look through their book and and tell you what you want from there. Like easy enough, right? Like, cool, I'll look through your book and tell you what I like. So you're looking through the book and there's some pages and you're like, ooh, I like that. And ooh, I really like that. And then you get to a page with like these crazy looking eagles with fangs, like eagle fang karate fans, where you at? (laughs) And you just like can't stop looking at it. And not because you like like it, but like, how could someone want this tattoo? It's so crazy. I for sure don't want this. And in color, like, no thanks. I'm black and gray only, please. And you like keep looking 
at this page, at this eagle fang, and you're not flipping to any other page in the book. And you're thinking to yourself all the reasons why you would think it was a bad idea to have this one. And then, you know, the, the tattoo artist asks you, like, what do you want? And you're like, oh, I like your work. Any of this stuff is, is fine. And then since you're being kind of vague, the artist is like, okay, well, I noticed you spent a lot of time looking at the eagle fang tattoos, so I'll give you one of those. And now you're getting a tattoo you didn't want. But why? And the reason is, this is what the artist is going to tell you. The reason is you're looking at that page the most. I thought you liked it the most. You gave it the most attention and it seemed like it was the most important to you because that's all you were looking at. Why would I give you something on a page that you weren't looking at? It didn't seem like you wanted that. And then on top of it, you weren't specific on what you you did want. You didn't give me any direction. So I went off of what you were paying the most attention to. Because if it got your intention, it was important, right? So you know what they say. Where attention goes, energy flows. And where energy flows, manifestation grows. So do you see where I'm kind of going with this? Is it turning some gears in your head? Is things starting to make sense? Are you having any clarity at all? Because I know I went a little bit into the rabbit hole and I know I got a little sidetracked at one point, but I think it's important for you to just get like the basics, the foundation of manifesting so you can actually start using the tool to your advantage and then finding other activities that go along with the tool that makes sense for you. And there's some excerpts from one of Dolores Cannon's books, the Convoluted Universe series, I think it's number three, that I want to share with you. Um, because when I read them, I had some aha moments and I thought they were really good. Um, and if it goes over your head, just let it go. But if not, like, cool. <laughs> so um, as the dream unfolds, for you see, there are no limits. As the dream unfolds, we are allowed to identify with but a spark of that greater spark the greater light. And in turn, that spark can dream. And each dream is part of the greater dream. You must not believe that the dream is that which holds your reality. The human experience is to see to which point the dreamer will dream, and to which point the dreamer will allow himself or herself to dream. You are a part of creation. You are given the gifts of creation. When I say dream, I do not mean that you are asleep. I mean that you are using your creative mind and you are envisioning that which will be. There are no limits, even if your limit is your own. You see, if you choose to be limited, that too is your choice. It's like it's in a thought form and the thought form is real, but it's not real because it's not solid. But first you have to create in a thought form for it to take form. It doesn't have substance until you put in the details, the details, the details. It's called manifesting, manifest, it's creating. I have other saves too that hit like really good, but I'll save them for another day. But I'll let that settle in, take a beat, I know there was a lot of information in this one. I packed this podcast full and I'm sure at some point I'm probably going to revisit this topic again and go even deeper. But if any of the stuff I said went over your head or if any of the stuff I said is confusing, that's totally okay. Just let it go. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> your subconscious will integrate what's meant for you. And anything that isn't meant for you at this time, just like let it slide off your back. And if you got confused, you know, 
give everything a moment. Maybe in a couple of days you'll have like, oh my God, that makes so much sense. Like you don't need to understand everything right as it's presented for you because sometimes that's not how it was designed for you. So take a nice deep breath in and let it out. You're doing a great job. (laughs) So if you have any questions on manifestation that you want some help with, go ahead and send them my way. Go ahead and slide into my DMs on Instagram at Breakthrough and Bloom. And while you're there, why not just, you know, join the B&B community and give your girl a follow. And yeah, I just made that an acronym now. So it's serious now. The B&B community, we're a thing. And uh, again, yeah, if you have any questions, send them my way because you never know who else might have the same question but isn't comfortable asking. And then I can answer it for not only you, but for other people as well. And then maybe you'll spark inspiration for a whole podcast episode on its own. And you know what? Why not send this podcast to your friends as well, too, to whoever you're having fun, spiritual conversations with, to whoever you're growing with, to all of your witchy friends, because we need to grow a coven. Okay, (laughs) you know what they say. Sharing is caring. And in next week's episode, we're going to be talking about something that I fell into when I first started to try out consciously manifesting. And I had talked about it a little bit prior in this episode, but it's toxic positivity. So, you know, when people are like, good vibes only, no negative thoughts here ever, like I'm only going to focus on the good and ignore the bad. We're going to be talking about that and why that is not a good way to live. (laughs) So make sure you're following to get notifications when it drops next Friday. So then you can listen to it as soon as it's available. And in case no one said this to you today, I am proud of you. You're doing amazing, sweetie. And I love you. I love you. I love you. I'll see you in the next one.